This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Please welcome Drew Barrymore. is here and she's starring in the new Shonda Rhimes hit that everyone is talking about called Inventing Anna. Has anyone? Uh, it's very good about the socialite who just like fooled everybody. She's also bringing a tarot deck um, and she's gonna read my tarot, which I'm also really excited about too. So. First, I wanna um, hit the headlines because I love good news, interesting findings, weird little happenings around the world. Do you guys wanna hear about them? Yeah. I do too. All right, let's hit the headlines. like baked ziti for the soul. Oh God, I could eat baked ziti every day. And with me at the desk is the best co-pilot in the biz, Rossi Ross Matthews. Hi everybody, hi. And it's pasta week. It is pasta week, mm -hmm. my favorite week. Your total favorite Happy pasta week, everybody. Yes, I know. And in today's noodle news, yes. guess who? Dolly Parton has just revealed the secret to her mac and cheese, and you're not ready for this, Ross. I am not ready. When I read what her secret was, I mean, I love Dolly Parton, she can do no wrong, but I was like, maybe this is her first misstep ever. Insider reports, Dolly never serves mac and cheese without, get this, fried apples. Yeah, mm-hmm, And what? this unique combo platter happened by accident. One time, Dolly was just making mac and cheese, my soul sister, and tossed in some leftover fried apples. I've never tried that. Yeah. And she had them lying around, and she never looked back, Rossi. Well, she wrote islands in the stream, so she had to try apples in the cheese, <laughs> is what she had to do. <laughs> It, it makes my brain go, it doesn't make any sense. Like apple, I, well, then I thought, but people do put cheddar cheese on their apple pie. I've never done that. Have you guys do that? No. That's a thing, people do that. I am so excited because we have some here. Okay, I'm gonna try, if, it's, if Dolly can do it, I can do it. Oh my God. Dolly, 
It, it's apple pie with cheese. She actually has, it, 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 the mac and cheese is, is secondary to the apple in the most complimentary and confident way. I want to say this right now on television. Dolly Parton, I've never been more wrong in my entire life. <laughs> this is how it should be. There's the apples are cooked down with cinnamon and then mixed in that cheese is so delicious, you guys. It's um, Dolly, Dolly, you did it again. And the best news is, Ross, it's your story. Oh, that bowl of mac and cheese is gonna be gone by the end of this story. All right, everyone, less than a month after retiring from the NFL, Tom Brady has announced his next venture. Is he moving on to another team? What is he doing? No. The Hollywood Reporter says Tom is taking on Hollywood. And when the seven-time Super Bowl champ makes a play, oh, he goes big. He'll be producing and appearing in a football road trip movie he helped develop called 80 for Brady. And listen to the cast. He's got Hollywood's biggest icons to star in it. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field. Uh, that's quite a cast. And they're gonna play a group of uh, best friends on a road trip to see the 2017 Super Bowl, uh, which is the one that Tom Brady came back and beat the um, uh, Falcons last minute. Remember that Super Bowl? Uh, and uh, I have to say, getting Sally Field and Tom Brady together, uh, Jane Fonda, I, this proves that prayer works, okay? Because this is <laughs> everything I've ever wanted. I, you know, someone said upstairs, like, speaking of Dolly Parton, where's Dolly? You have two thirds of the Holy Trinity of nine to five. You're right, you're right. Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. And I thought, oh, you're right, where's Dolly? And then I found out that Dolly Parton is actually gonna come in and do an episode of Grace and Frankie. Oh, really? So there is hope she will make an appearance in this. Yes, please. That's a great idea. All right, next up, we have a story about some incredible young people stepping up in their community. CBS News reports that there is an EMT shortage in America. In rural areas, 35% of ambulance services are volunteer, and 69% of those are understaffed. Mm. And in a small town of Sackets Harbor, New York, a group of teens has taken the initiative to get certified as first responders in order to fill out their local EMT force. They're also students attending high school full time, but they say putting in the extra hours to help others in their toughest times is worth it to them. I know, I know. I, this is the stuff I need to hear. This is the stuff I need to hear about. I need that belief system that good things are taking place and good people exist. You have my deepest respect and admiration. Thank you so much to those teenagers. Yeah. And they think, you think about, I think about how they always say, oh, these kids these days, kids these days, yes. right? And oh, what the future's gonna bring. I just. When I read this story, it made me feel like if this is the future, the next generation, maybe because of kids like this, we're gonna be okay. I agree. And as a parent, I could only dream if my children did something like this. These parents, I hope you're very proud. Yeah, you should be very proud. We're proud of you and, and your good, kids. Good, good. Well done. All right. Next up, we have an interesting study from the UK. Metro reports a survey found two thirds of adults say that music in stores and restaurants, we've all heard that, well, it can actually affect what you buy. In terms of genre, 
pop music was found to increase spending uh, more extravagant clothes or sneakers. And if um, classical music is playing at a restaurant, 31% of people said they might order a pricier entree. I will tell you this, I was at Home Goods this past weekend and they were playing like classical music and then I realized it was like a Bruno Mars bop and I was then I was like, oh, I was in the mood and I did buy three decorative throw pillows I didn't need. So I think <laughs> there's something to this story. I love that like, um... Classical music like induces a little like 1980s gray Poupon commercial where you go oh. a little fancier. Oh, like all of a sudden you're like, I'll have the lamb or you know, whatever it is you order. <laughs> but um, I like that you shop and bop. That kind of is super cute. Totally. And I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I will say this, I cannot eat to a lot of styles of music. Music to me is like really sexy. And when I'm eating, I'm not thinking sexy thoughts. I'm, I'm more like, I want Billie Holiday or like classical, but I can't like, this is not, this is like, I'm much more of like prone to the alley cats who are like, <laughs> yeah, Good. I'm eating. <laughs> um, However, cooking, I feel like bring on the music. Yeah. But when it comes time to eat, I can't, sex and food don't go together for me. I am not George Costanza who wants to eat a turkey sandwich and do it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Although that's the best episode that's ever. Great reference. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. and laser-sharp comedian, and you can catch her hour-long comedy special that is very unique. It's 45 minutes of comedy, and then for like 15 or 20 minutes, she takes you to the DR mm -hmm. and the PR of her hometowns, and it's really special. It's called Fighting Words. It's on HBO Max. Take a look. I started making psychological assessments about people according to how they drive. It really helps. Like, people who won't let you in, will never let you in. <laughs> They're dark, evil people. Stop rolling up to their windows, begging them for acceptance. They hate you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ida Rodriguez! Welcome! Oh, man. <laughs> I'm so 
excited you would come join us at the desk. Thank you. I feel so like intimidated because I love you so much. <laughs> That's so funny. I feel, I feel the like exact we're... same way. I just, I love comedians. You are my medicine. Aww. You are how I get through all of it. If you have something wonderful, laughter is welcome. If you have something really dark, Laughter is welcome. Mm -hmm. It's how I get through life. And actually, there is a story in the news, and it was a headline that I thought might be perfect for all of us to discuss. Mm -hmm. Ida, will you please take the first story? Sure. Uh, next up, for anyone online dating out there, if you looked at some of these guys' profile pics and noticed something fishy, <laughs> you're not wrong. The New, <laughs> the New York Post reports there's actually a trend of guys posting photos Posing with fish. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Maybe they just want to hook up. <laughs> oh, no! Stupid. Stupid. Is it though? <laughs> um, so research looked at 100 random profiles in Virginia, of course. And 42% of them included a pig posing with a big fish in their hands. So Ross, Drew, what are these fish pics trying to say? And are you taking the bait? Uh, oh, taking the bait. That's a Rossi. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm surprised there are so many people fishing. But, you know, I, it shows that who you are if you are a fisherman. I just don't think it's like, I don't want to go on a date with a fisher. Sorry. You know, like... Uh, you know, you're just gonna smell like a tuna boat, you know? Oh, I don't care about that. You don't? Oh God, no, not really? at all. You can, you can, in fact, remember in 50 First Dates, I say to Adam Sandler. Oh, oh yeah, you do. <laughs> you, you have the hands and you smell <laughs> yeah. like fish. And no, my biggest thing is, are you nice? Oh, yeah. And are mm -hmm. you gonna be nice every day? Or are you gonna surprise me out of nowhere and be a monster? Guess what, that's what I don't want. Yeah, I don't trust uh, anybody who performs. Like the people that hold their dogs, the people that hold their fish, the people with a rainbow. Like I just don't trust it. I think it's performative, <laughs> but it's a good way to weed them out. Cause you're like, oh, he's trash, next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you put on your dating app? Just a picture, just, it was just a picture. It was not like, um, like I'm super cool. Like I'm not holding a handbag. I'm not, you know, I didn't draw my lips on like Jennifer Cool. Like, I don't do any of that. I just, I just, you know, I just show up as me and, and that's all I could do. I, you know, I have friends who are like, hey, I'm writing a profile and they write these essays. I'm like, did you write that for your college application? Yeah. Did you put that much effort into it? Uh-huh. No. So why are you doing this? It's yeah. performance. All right, so if there was a picture of a guy with a fish, you would swipe yes or no? I don't know. As, as long as he, you know, the, for me, ironically, I don't want coy. Ah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I am so just proud of you. Just tell me who you are. If you're a fisherman or whatever you are, just tell me who you are. Yeah, oh, and if there's not a romantic connection, maybe you guys should just be best friends. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, finally, if you're, if you're looking to get into shape, and we've got just the news for you. The Good News Network reports scientists have proven that lifting a weight for only three seconds a day, three seconds, can make your muscles grow. Okay, I want to hear more. Researchers in Australia and Japan had participants do downward bicep curl, which is like that. 
I guess so. I don't know. For once, once a day for just three seconds. And after a month, their muscle strength actually grew by over 11%. And the trick is that it needs to be heavy uh, weight using like your maximum effort. And so today I was thinking maybe we should, if we really, I have a wedding coming up, girl. I gotta get my body in shape. Well, I so asked the team <laughs> what type of weights they got us. And of course they went for the funny cause I was kind of into it. I was like, listen, I'll do this three seconds a day is about the, <laughs> you know, that kind of commitment is something I feel like I can do. Yeah, but I just want to say, when we're done with this, does Barbie need her weights back? I mean, look at this. <laughs> I so know, small. right? Uh, this is why people don't want to believe science right now. <laughs> why we have such a war on our hands. These articles. By the way, I, my biceps are happy though. Are they? Yeah, they are actually. Feel that, Rossi. Look at, look at, let me see. Hey! Wow, wow, she got guns. Aye. Guns on top, bags on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> However, <laughs> three seconds a day of anything, I feel like we could we could. Oh manage. yes, we can do that. Well, I can think of one thing that I don't want to do for three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, TV. No, it happens. Why are you looking at me when you say that? <laughs> I know something I could do for over an hour, and that is watch Ida Rodriguez's yes. fighting words on HBO Max. through the fifth. Thank you so Thank much you for, for coming. Me. Thank you for having Doing me. Doing the workout, talking about the Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. guest was nominated for six Emmys as her role as Amy Bruckheimer on the hit show Veep. She's also a child star who we have known since My Girl. That's one of the times I fell in love with her. And now she's starring in this juicy new Shonda Rhimes miniseries, Inventing Anna. Watch this, take a look. What am I looking at? Her name is Anna Delvey, or Anna Sorokin, no one's sure. She's either a mega-rich German heiress, or she's flat broke, and maybe she's Russian. Uh, Vivian, That's the I... point, no one knows. Whoever she is, the DA's office just extradited her from LA, and she's being arraigned today. I'm going down to the courthouse now, so I'm already late. I'll be on that. Please welcome Anna Klumski! Nice to meet you. It's so funny. I think there are some serious parallels here. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, God knows if we have time. <laughs> well, let's see. How old were you when you did My Girl? And was that 
like the beginning or? That was, so when I, so that was my first film. Right. Um, I, you know, I think I was, I was put in like, you know, uh, Carson Peary Scott ads. I was put in commercials and things since I was a baby. I was 10 months old when I did my first print ad. So yeah, no chance to be a person yet at all. Oh <laughs> right? my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah. And then is it true that you took a different type of job though? Well, so my entry level position out of college, this is when I was definitely, definitely done with show business. I was not, um, you know, I was over it. And, um, and so, yeah, I um, was a fact checker for the Zagat Food Guides. I don't know if anybody remembers or I knows mean, that. Of course um, we oh yeah. do. There was not one. Okay, first of all, I feel like it was the first way that we could all become foodies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. What it's was true. it like working there? It, that now, it, it is a survey. So really the happiest people working there were the mathematicians. <laughs> Cause we didn't get to do the eating. It was all of the public eating and they would just tell us what they thought was good. So I was a fact checker. I was in a windowless room with two other people. Um, uh, and, um, and we, we made the best of it, but we had to call cold call restaurants and properties and just go through a 15 minute questionnaire when what they were like the, at their busiest. It was. It what was, was in the questionnaire? Can you remember a question? Um, oh gosh, what's your signature dish? Uh-huh. Um, uh, where are you located? What are the cross streets if it's New York? Um. <laughs> so you're working at Zagat, you're fact checking, you're signature dishing, you have your <laughs> illustrious acting career in the rearview mirror. Where are you at and what brings you back? See, I would say my illustrious acting career was, in, was, was ahead of me at that point because what was behind me was, was not my choice, right? But like in front of me was living in New York, going to see Broadway shows all the time, standing in the TKTS line and getting, you know, and getting to see Broadway. And that was, um, that was when it really started, um, you know, kind of the, the Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder saying, you should, you should try this again. Oh my. Yeah. But was that the only voice that told you to go back to acting? Um, so I was, there was like a, for about a month, I was getting these f signs from just, you know. The Jung, universe? Jung would call it, it synchronicity, you know. And yeah, I met Roberta Flack at a nail salon. And I, just wacky, and then and I met her, and she and she asked what I was doing. I said, oh, "I'm done with show business." And she looked at me like I had seven heads, and she was like, "Why, you know, why would you not?" Or you know, and um, so it it just stuck with me. And then and then like the straw that broke the camel's back was I was on a lunch break crying because you cry on a lunch break when you're sad and in your twenties sometimes. And I love I'm, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking um, towards Madison Avenue to get a burger, and there was a, a psychic who was always like handing out her pamphlets on 53rd in Madison, and she was, you know, oh, I, you know, I have a question for you, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what you say, that's what you say to advertise, and she followed me, and um, she she not, uh, poked on my shoulder. I turn around, um, you know, a mess, and she's like, I have a question, and I'm like, what? She says, are you the girl from my girl? I'm like, ugh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, great psychic. And so then, um, <laughs> but then she says, um, then she said, you're not done. You still want to do this. And, I, you know, then I was like, oh, I mean, it was, it was 10, I, it was $40 for a 10 minute palm reading. 
on my lunch break, on an editorial assistant salary, $40 on a lunch break really like meant a lot to me, but I, but I did, I got my palm read. And, um, and, but really the message was, you know, you, you need to try this again. You, uh, you know, you, you aren't done. You're wondering if you need to try. And so that stuck with me. I, I yeah. And you saw the psychic, were you, you there's a, Pack of tarot cards here. <laughs> How did this come about? You read tarot cards? I do. This is, you know, this is years they, later now. This is 20 connect? years later. I, this, you know, so I, I do, I, um, how do I start? I, I first saw my first deck of tarot. I think my dad brought it into the house because he was exploring our, our Roma uh, heritage. Where, um, um, that's our heritage, which is always very connected with, with psychics and tarot and, you know, dancing bears and whatever. And we have that in our heritage too. Um, and then I didn't look at it for a long, long time. And then I was in a play in 2018 at second stage with an actor named Stephen Park who reads tarot. And so we got used to like every day just pulling a card. And once that show was over and he was no longer in my life every day with his cards, you missed I it. missed it and I learned and I learned. Okay, so you're gonna read my tarot card. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, Anna is gonna tell me what's in store for my future. I'm gonna ask her a deep and personal question. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. talented star of Inventing Anna, Anna Klumski. All right, you're gonna share one of your many talents with us, tarot card reading. Yes, I would love to. You, I don't know how it works. I would how yeah, how does it work? Well, what I like to do is pull a daily tarot card, just a daily one. You can ask yourself, I don't know, like, what's today about? Or like, what should I know today? What should I look out for today? What's, um, what's uh, in my heart? You know, how can, how can I serve life today? Anything that you want to know for your day. So take a deep breath. Okay, and let it out. Um, think of what, what a question for the day would be for you. Do I say it out loud? You can if you wish. Why not? Will I see him again? Okay, okay. Um, uh, so um, make three piles. Thinking of your question. Great, and now you can put them back together. Great, and now I will, I don't know if you can see that. I don't know, we did that. That's what we did, okay? <laughs> and, and yeah, um, keep your question in your mind and find, find a card. And okay, that's your card. Turn it over. All right, we have got eight of cups. And what I'm gonna ask you is what stands out? That there is a solo hiker. Okay, 
Okay. On the card. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you identify with the with the hiker in this card? I don't know. I am definitely the solo hiker. Well, and and I am. And mm -hmm. and I've never entered relationships um as a whole person. Mm -hmm. So I've sort of now that I'm re kind of open to dating again after six years yeah. um, and being a single mom and raising my kids and their dad is happily married, his side of the street's like great and happy and healthy. I'm like, oh, maybe. And I'm like, oh. I have never felt like this in my life. So oh, I'm it. very happy being a I love it, maker. I love it. And if you turn it upside down, we can let all of that other thing you were hanging on to, go. I love that. If you turn it upside down, you can let it all go. Because the cup's holding on to stuff, right? So let's let's let it go. Thank you for this <laughs> very spiritual moment. Yeah, isn't it fun? I love this. I love this. So <laughs> thanks for letting me do it. Thank you for letting me like <laughs> work through this meaningful and important stuff. I'm happy to. Now, I'm so excited to tell you that I spent several hours just engrossing myself, falling in love. First of all, hold on, Veep. I mean, just <laughs> give me Thank six you. Emmy nominations. Yeah, yeah. Well, that must be a no psychic needed indication you're on the right <laughs> path. Yeah, I, I felt that way. I felt, yeah, a little bit, you know? It's, uh, it, yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a really, it's a nice feeling. But a good peer review is a good feeling. All yeah. right, so yeah. I have to ask you about inventing Anna. Um, it's, this yeah, show, it's okay, so it's Shonda Rhimes swinging hard for Netflix yet again. Yay. It is a real two-hander with you and Julia Garner. It is so incredible and luscious and alluring <laughs> and exciting and this crazy story. Yeah, I, you know, and it's, it is an a, amazing thing to make a show kind of in real time when so many people are already so interested yeah. in the story that it's based on. It's um, this, this young woman, for anybody who, like myself, did not know about it before the show, um, a, a young woman, Anna Delvey, um, uh, several years ago, uh, s figured out a way to scam her way up into like the highest ranks of New York society, um, uh, all the glitz and glamour, and um, and I play the reporter who investigates her story. I loved it. I was glued at finally like 11:30. I was like, yeah. turn it off, yeah. go to bed. You have a big day tomorrow. <laughs> That's great. And um, so, thank you so much. Thank you. For thank you. Sharing life. Lots. Um, sharing your. Um, tarot wisdom <laughs> and also telling us about your illustrious career then, now, and as we cheer you on into the future. Thank you, the future. <laughs> Be sure to watch Inventing Anna streaming now on Netflix. Thank you. And we'll know when you've made it? Well, here's one of our guests describing the moment they thought they knew. The moment I knew I made it was when my mom was in town from Chicago. She was visiting. I was going through this audition process for, for a show called New Girl. And about 15 auditions in, um, I, I, I book it. And I'm driving home. And then my mom just calls me. and. We're on the phone having a conversation and she's elated, I'm elated. 
and uh, I don't know. It was just one of those surreal moments where I, I, I couldn't believe I was having the conversation with my mother that finally I, I had you know done the thing that I had set out to do. Well, that was heartwarming and adorable. I love it. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back! I'm so excited to celebrate past week with our next guest. He treated in his chalkboard for a cutting board when he made the switch from math teacher to culinary teacher. And now his preppy kitchen series is home to nearly three million YouTube subscribers. And he's got a cookbook in the works that by the way, I've been asking for and begging for. Turns out it comes out in October. Yes. Okay, that's why I can't get my mitts on it. Please welcome John Cannell. Thank you for having me. Okay, I love your story. You became a teacher. You were a good teacher. Thank you. But something inside of you felt another path that you would foster by cooking in your off hours and feeding your passion. But what made it take over into pole position? I mean, there's two things happening here. My mom is from Mexico, and she instilled a love of education to me as part of why I became a teacher. But she also had a love of cooking and exploring flavors and just trying things out and being adventurous. And I got to grow up with her in the kitchen. So even though I was a math and science teacher and I loved it, I still had a passion for cooking that I nurtured and it really kept me going. When my husband, Brian and I decided we want to have a family. And you I, guys live on a farm. We live on a farm now. And like, we're both from LA. Now we live on this farm in Connecticut. And so we wanted to have kids and I knew I wanted to be home more with them. So I took my love of teaching and my love of food and I created Preppy Kitchen where I get to be home with the kids, but I can also teach people how to make delicious food and have fun in the kitchen. I really have to... Um, and your husband, Brian, is in the audience. Yes, yes she is. <laughs> um, what's it like to live with someone who can really cook? Well, I'm in incredibly well-fed, as you may imagine. Uh, I like to consider myself the chief tasting officer of Preppy Kitchen, so it's fun. I love that you call yourself the chief tasting officer. Yeah, I can't cook anything, so I would starve to death without John. Um, okay, so your upcoming book that I've been searching high and low for is coming out in October, and it is my pick for Cookbook Club. What can we expect? Well, we're all from LA, right? Yes. And when we moved to Connecticut, I was like, I love this, this is amazing. Like the summer was just magical with like the plants breathing and you yeah. can just feel it. You appreciate yeah. it. So it, the seasons affect every part of your life. And that's a big part of your cookbook. And we arranged all the recipes by the seasons because I have different needs in the winter. I wanna have cozy, just hearty, delicious food like this. And different stuff available. Yeah. Well, I was drooling over this recipe last night. Um, 
and I'm very excited because it's in your cookbook. Yes. And it really speaks to me. I grew up vegetarian, so a mushroom to me is very sacred. So tell us about this dish you're gonna teach us from your upcoming book. So this is in the winter chapter. It's a wild mushroom bolognese with hand-cut pappardelle. And we got to start already. So in this pot, we have some bacon. We got some onions caramelizing with a little bit of salt and some carrots. And they're softened and ready to go. And right now, we're ready to add in some freshly minced garlic. Uh-huh. And then we're gonna add our mushrooms in. We have some really nicely chopped portobello and oyster mushrooms. And the nice thing with this recipe is you can use so many varieties because they all have wonderful, unique flavors. We're stirring this in and the mushrooms are gonna cook down a bit. They're gonna have more flavor and a lot of the water is gonna get cooked off as well. And then once these cook down, we're gonna add some delicious tomato paste tomato paste so you have umami on umami yes and like tomato paste is such a wonderful ingredient you really take all the nutrients all the flavor out of the tomato and just concentrate it with sunlight you know and here we can add in like a nice pinch of salt so here everything's coated it's smelling delicious like i love these like just wonderful smells and you have some choices for deglazing the pan and adding some liquid back in. This is where I get intimidated, yeah. but I do want to call something out about your recipe that I went through last night. So I get nervous when I hear deglaze the pan mm -hmm. and get the brown bits. This is where my stomach churns and I feel very inadequate in the kitchen. Do I pour the whole thing in? Yeah, you can pour the whole thing in. We have two different pieces here. Some studio magic happening here. Because we have our simmered away Delicious, look at the difference in color. You could just see it really cooked down. It's like a gravy. Yes, oh my gosh. Beautiful. We also have some delicious hand-cut pasta in front of us and you can make it, you could buy it. I think it's fun to make, so it's like a fun thing to do with your kids too, but I understand time, so go ahead and just. Can I just ladle it in there so that I yeah. kind of coat the noodles? Yeah, we're gonna ladle some in and coat the noodles just to give them a start. Okay, this then, is. Oh my God, this is so exciting. Oh, I don't know why it's pasta for me. It's just my very favorite food. There's something about it that's so artistic, so comforting, so incredibly expressive and diverse that can be so many things. Yeah, I... Oh, you have the perfect twirl. I do? Yeah, I love this, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it closer so you oh, can just thank pop you. this in. Oh, you know what's the best trick? Yes. Sorry, take your ladle, actually put it on there and then start to twirl. You're also so brave for not using any apron in this. <laughs> I'm not using an apron. Get on there, get on there. Beautiful. Mm. I think it's nice. Ladle some more of that sauce on and then... I did ladle some oh, sauce good. on. A little extra sauce on top. Oh, you son of a... Then, Sorry. you could grab some delicious Parmesan and just grate it on A or, Parmigiano. Yes. Sprinkle that over. You could add some more herbs, whatever you love. Okay, cheers. See, your portion's what I'd really eat. Yeah, this is like a... Um, I was just trying to be fancy and ladle my way into a perfect little thing. This is so exciting. Oh my gosh. 
Mm. Oh, it is so wintry and delicious. Cozy, like hearty is like, mm. Absolutely roastingly delicious. Tomato-y, mushroom forward. Oh my gosh. Can you write this? <laughs> that wasn't going to <laughs> I also really want to talk about how beautiful it is the way you speak. And if we could all just be a little more gentle with each other. I'm sorry, it makes me oh. emotional. Like, <laughs> come here. Mm. People want to learn, and they don't want to learn by that sort of fast-paced judgment. They want a gentleness, and that's what you're doing, and Thank I you. so appreciate that. You're doing it too. <laughs> this is, clearly, you're a kindred spirit. <laughs> I, I, I'm not having a nervous breakdown. I really just appreciate your approach, and. I think it's a really masterful one. And I, well, food is love. It's yes. coming together. It's having a dinner with your family or friends and just taking a breath and like putting your phone aside. So let's speak that language kindly and together. Well, you speak it so beautifully. Anyway, John Cannell, thank you so much for this profound tutorial. Thank you for that me. really struck such a chord with me. I'm so grateful. Visit thedrewbarrymarshow.com in Cookbook Club to check out John's pick for Cookbook Club for himself. I can't wait to see what that is. Mm -hmm. Will you tell us? I will. <laughs> okay, good. Go to .com to find that out. And the Preppy Kitchen Recipes for Seasonal and Simple Pleasures uh, is available for pre-order and will be available October 4th, and we'll be right back. Oh, that, thank like, you. really destroyed me. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Truth or dare. <laughs> All right, Malcolm Miner, hi. Hi, how you doing? Fantastic, thank you. Is it a truth or a dare? It's a dare. Okay, what is it? <laughs> so since it's pasta week, I dare you, both of you, to have a pasta eating contest. No hands, so you have to dive in face first. So do what I do at home. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I don't want sexy music playing. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm all, are you ready to get messy? Well, I'm excited because I don't know what is going to happen here. And I, I mean, in all seriousness, I haven't done this. Um, oh, okay. Contrary to what you might think. So no hands, and we're just going to just get in it, Malcolm. Just go in. Okay. Okay. Try to protect the wardrobe. This is a very well-fitted lab coat. This is a contest, Ross, at okay. the end of the day. So you would never puss around with me, and I'm not doing it with you either. So okay. it's game time. All right, Barrymore, let's do this. Oh, my God. You're not my best 
pasty right now. Okay, game face on and then face in the pasta. Oh gosh, she's <laughs> in. Oh my God. <laughs> I got sauce in my nose. <laughs> 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 hey, Drew, you got a little, right? <laughs> well, Malcolm, is this what you had in mind? Pretty much. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I have to say, Malcolm, <laughs> I have never had tomato sauce up my nose. Nope, nope. Thank so you, Malcolm. Oh my God, up my nose. You literally are totally up my nose. Well, thank you, guys. Um, I, and I mean this with all of my heart and sincerity. I'm so glad that you guys came to visit us today. Aww. Thank you so much, <laughs> really and truly. Thank you for choosing to spend your time here because we make this show for you. So take it with you. And maybe we'll see you soon. with Dora and Boots for a musical adventure in her brand new podcast. Recipe for Adventure. It's Dora's recipe for adventure, and she's cooking up special treats with all her friends and family. We've got everyone's favorite dishes. Empanada. Paleta. We're cooking up a family adventure, and Dora has the perfect recipe. Listen to Dora's recipe for adventure wherever you get your podcasts.